Okay, gentlemen, let's get our rules of the road straight. We're going to a place called Monster Joe's Truck and Tow. Now, Monster Joe and his daughter Raquel are sympathetic to our dilemma. The place is North Hollywood. So a few twists and turns aside, we'll be going up Hollywood Way. Now, I'll drive the tainted car. Jules, you ride with me. Vincent, you follow my Acura. Now, if we come across the path of any John Q. laws, nobody does a fucking thing till I do something. Right. What did I say? Don't do shit unless. Unless what? Unless you do it first. Spoken like a true prodigy. How about you, Lash LaRue? Can you keep your spurs from jingling and jangling? Mr. Wolf, look, the gun went off. I don't know why. I'm cool, I promise you. Fair enough. Now, I drive real fucking fast, so keep up. If I get my car back any different than I gave it, Monster Joe's gonna be disposing of two bodies. You think you got any thug in you? But Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Start on Friday night, just because that's reasonable. So we just deal with that how it is. Uh, I'm Jim. He's collection with the film plugs. Welcome. Um, Hello there, dude. So, have you watched any of the Simpsons Mega Marathon? No. It evidently moved FXX to the fifth most watched network on television Thursday night. It's because they're starting with all the good stuff. Well, oh, yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah. But eventually that, getting to really yeah. the golden age. They're in that sweet spot. Oh, the Conan O'Brien era. Oh yeah, that's where oh, they are now. The Pony are back. Mm-hmm. They probably want their souls. <laughs> it was fucking. It's it's. The few I've seen have been really good. But I have a new animated show that is my jam. It's called BoJack Horseman. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Will Arnett is the voice of BoJack Horseman, a horse who was on a, on a sitcom in the 90s and now still has money, all that, but he's trying to retain relevance of some <laughs> sort. And, you know, a great line's like, I ate all of the muffins because I don't have any self-respect, all right? <laughs> Shit like that's nice. fucking fantastic. So, yeah, BoJack Horseman is the jam to go with now. Um, driving to work this morning, there's a subway across the street from place. They have mm. a sign that says, we cater any event. Okay. Here's the thing. You provide food <laughs> to any event. I don't no, they cater. Catering. They have formal wear. Formal, yeah. Yes. Dining wear. Mm. Mm. We can just cut the... T- mm. uh, but this morning, I went in really early. Really early. <laughs> like, uh, um... I was at school. Before, I was at work before seven a.m. Uh, and there was a woman. I stopped by the grocer's on the way in to get a bottle of water and mm. some uh, some like plastic spoons for lunch. It's a woman at six forty-five doing all of her grocery shopping. Six forty-five a.m. Wow. I've done that. Yeah, it's weird. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought on the weekend. Yeah, me and the old people. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And stock boys. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there looking at her, just judging like barbaric. The fuck is wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you, lady? Seriously, you've got be- you, you're better than this. I have things to do, young man. Yeah, you're much better than this. You needn't be. You needn't be this person. So I got a bunch of stuff for uh, for taste test thing today. Oh, okay. Um, but I actually, for some reason, I don't know how I stumbled on this. But tell me, what person from our past is immediately going to come to mind when you hear? <laughs> Only one. <laughs> 
<laughs> only one, and he lives in a Dervina schnitzel in Bull Verde. Yep. <laughs> I found that. I was like, oh, oh my God, you have to hear this. Oh. There's also a. Just keep that on hand. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to have that ready to go. And it, just the beginning part of it. There's a video from Cracked that I've got to show you on this today. It's called Ask a Network Head. And it's asking the head of MTV a question. You'll love it. It's great. So, what I got for us today I've got two beers, a soda, and then some foods. What should we start with? Uh, foods. Foods, okay. For the. T- Actually, hold on. There's one that's a surprise that. I want to get your reaction to one of the weird H-E-B sodas. Again, without you seeing what flavor it is. I'm going to take a little test. I won't look. Okay. I. Hmm. All right. Try it and see if you can guess the flavor. I don't think you'll be able to. <laughs> Good Lord. H-E-B cloying soda. Yes. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> watermelon slice. Not just watermelon, but watermelon slice. No? Yeah. No? No, not at all. Not even remotely. No. We're no. not even going to say But good that. Lord, that is... That's cloyingly that's, sweet. That is sweet. Now, before we get to the beer, I have wasabi ginger lays. <laughs> I have... Bacon mac and cheese lays. I have mango salsa lays and ah uh, the coup de gras cappuccino lays. Good Those Lord. indeed are the coup de gras. That is the one we save to the end. Of course, so, here's, coffee after the meal. Yeah, bacon mac and cheese, I think, is going to be the only ones that tolerable. We'll see. That's my thought. The uh, wasabi ginger are kettle cooked. Oh, mm. so what? Oh, and what? <laughs> and the mango salsa are wavy. So, All right, well, you start off with spicy, <laughs> cool it off with a little mango. Yes, you need to see the uh, the Key and Peel Continental Breakfast sketch. <laughs> oh, well, All right, kettle cooked wasabi ginger. Okay. Wow. Let's see here. It's it's not overly spicy, but you can tell they actually might have used wasabi in it. Those ain't bad. Wow. They have a little bit of a wang to them, but they ain't bad at all. They ain't bad at all. My dick is in the punch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to actually... I'm going to eat all these. Mm -hmm. Do we have to hear these people slurp and eat on the air? What I like is it's got a little heh of spicy, and then it vanishes instantly, which tells me it's chemical. Yes. Not, yes, not natural. Is. All right. Mango salsa. Ready for the mango salsa? Let's see how these taste. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck. These taste like papaya and dirt. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. That's one of the, that, that's not chicken and waffles bad, but it's not far. Okay. The initial flavor is exactly the same as that. The watermelon? <laughs> no, no. That shitty eighth grade dance punch. Yes. Yeah. That. It some... tastes like that smells. Yeah. Yeah. 
That yeah. makes no sense. But I'm totally down with you on that. Do kids even drink punch these? Do they even have dances? No, they don't. They shoot each other. They just fuck. <laughs> All right. These are the only ones I have. Bacon, mac, and cheese. Let's see. Okay. This should be fairly straightforward. Well, you'd think. <laughs> um, well, the flavor's not overwhelming. It's kind of, ugh, it's not very good. It's not very good. See, I made the, I, I went with two of them so that there was more to. Oh uh, no! Oh uh, uh, no! No. That has that um. Butthole flavor. No, it's not butthole. <laughs> It tastes like a stranger's teeth. <laughs> what it t- yes, what it has? What it is? It ha- that is a a that is made with some cheese. Like fucking bacon. Yeah, exactly. It is bacon. It is bacon mac and cheese that was left out on the counter overnight. Mm. Now I need to clear my palate, oh. and it's time. for cappuccino flavored potato chips. Did someone? Getting power at Lay's and just... just sm- uh, smell it real quick. Don't just t- take a quiz. their minds. <laughs> you want to have the first bite? I guess I have to. Since you got them. He's... Oh, Lord. Oh, that's a big one. What would you describe the flavor as? You're, you're all, you, you have a look on your face that says you almost says you like it. That is. Uh, <laughs> I've only been to county, but I guess that's what section jail feels like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nightmare. Really? Worse than chicken and waffles? Oh, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, it's worse than chicken and waffles. Okay. That delivers neither cappuccino nor chip. Well, it's just inoffensive. It's no, that's gross. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's gross. But I'm, I'm trying to place it here. Pringles are inoffensive. You know, when you get a few coffee grounds on your hand, you forget about it. And you kind of like. <laughs> Then you get a little bit of the coffee grounds that sit in your mouth for a while, and you get that really watered out, not really brewed, just kind of mm-hmm. soaked. Yeah, it's about yeah. right. Oh, go- yeah. They um, they really kind of. Why does Lay's fucking hate us? <laughs> they really kind of turn up the cinnamon there at the end. Too. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I know. It's it That's is a, really disturbing. It's a far more cinnamony flavor than anything else, and uh, the fire rises. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. And uh, I don't enjoy that. Oh, no, so wasabi ginger. This that's that's actually that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that has my vote. Yeah, mine too. It's uh, I, there. You go. Yeah, your uh, your film thugs approved chip. Now, at the grocers, I discovered for five dollars a six pack mm-hmm. Bush Signature Copper Lager. <laughs> And hams. Oh, well, hams. I've never had hams. Oh, well, you're in for a treat. All right. Now, let's start because you've had hams. I'll I'll, I'll see what I think of this. Hams is a grand and glorious punk rock tradition. (laughs) Mm, Oh, God, it's got a little steel reserve at the end of it, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. Oh, God, it, yeah. A little little bit. Mm. Okay, that, I was thinking, this might be a good compliment to the Big Flats. It's 
technically cheaper per volume because they're the 16-ounce cans. Huzzah! That always gets you. Now, the Bush Beer Signature Copper Lager. I wish it was Signature Reserve. Like <laughs> yes, we hold this back. We held this back. This like a just, thousand just... different um, names after a fine cigar, right? Signature uh-huh. reserved. Yes. Okay, I'm going to need to cleanse and try that again because yeah. that is uh, it's not copper lager. What I'm getting is proudly brewed with grains from America's heartland and toasted malt for a smooth signature taste. Whatever the fuck that means. This is an alcoholic lager beer. Yes. Ow. See, it would be good if... Oh, 5.7. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey. Woo! Oh, my. Hams is... Hams is like, I'm not telling you. Yeah, Hams. Ham, because we're going to go Canadian with it. Hams is... Uh... <laughs> Here's... It's not bad. <laughs> let, me, let me try this. Let me try it one more time. Because my impression of it is, neither one is as good as Big Flats. No. Which, Big Flats still rules. Yeah. And that's not just from a, we're marking out to Big Flats. That's, no. No, that's just a fact. Yeah. Big Flats that, is a better Big beer. Big Flats need to do, they need to get on the stick on this. Yes. If Big Flats can improve themselves in any way, mm-hmm. other than sponsoring this show and giving yes. us free Big Flats, mm-hmm. it would be those cans. 16 ounces? Yeah. 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 Because oh, I don't like to get up a lot. Mm-hmm. When I'm drinking a lot of like, big flats. Seriously, if you people think we do a lot of big flats ads now, if they gave us, we'll call it, two six-packs each a week. This would be the big flat show. Oh, my God, yeah. Featuring be, the film folks. Yeah, yeah. It would be like the, little, the Texaco Star Theater with... <laughs> King Biscuit Flower Hour. <laughs> yeah. Featuring big flats. Exactly, exactly. King Fury. Yeah. And maybe... Some razors. Yeah, maybe, but not, we're not there yet. Actually, it's, <laughs> yeah, and just every week we would just have to start out the same way. You know how we'd have to start that one out? <laughs> Hello, I'm James. Here's Clarkson. Welcome to the Big Flats movie show <laughs> featuring the film thuggers. The old film thugs. <laughs> Here's what's funny. I played that song because all of us somehow ended up with that fucking CD that year. Yes. The Dance of the Renee songs. Oh, yes. And I played it once as a joke, and my whole roommate Dave heard He was like, is that Dance of the Burgermeisters? And I went, yes, that's <laughs> Dance is. of the Burgermeisters. Now, yeah, yes, it is. Cracked Magazine did something fucking genius the other day where they ran this video called Ask a Network Head. And I'm going to play it. You don't need to see it, but uh, I want everyone to hear this because I want this to sort of be a jump-off point and... We'll go with this and see where everything leads us, because this is fucking good. This is good. Uh, Where is... Oh, man, where's the fucking search on this, you motherfuckers? I know what happened. This is an alcoholic lager beer. Um, So we'll do cracked. Whoa, 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 whoa. Network head. That's right, people. Mm, real typing. Real live typing action. Are you fired up? Yeah! Are you ready to go? Fired Hear that up. typing? Ready to go! Fired up! Fired up. Okay. Here we go. Actually, I pull it up off of YouTube, and it is simply called Why Doesn't MTV Play Music Anymore? Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, here we go. 
MTV. I'm a female in my mid-twenties. Some of my favorite memories were hanging out with my friends, eating pizza, reading magazines, and watching music videos on your channel. Anyway, these days, I noticed that you only seem to air reality shows with really horrible, vapid people. And I just wondered, why don't you play music videos anymore? Thanks, Natalie. Dear Natalie, are you f***ing kidding me? Should we all preserve your precious sleepover moments spent watching promotional material from record labels in Amber, like the mosquitoes in Jurassic Park? The answer is f*** you. I'm going to break it down for you and every other person born before 1995, otherwise known as not our f***ing demo anymore, so we can all finally put this behind us. Yes, back in the day we earned our brand credibility by breaking new artists, but music videos were only worth making if they had actual promotional power behind them. And the game has changed. Your generation, not the one before you, not the one after you, your generation decided to steal music. And music videos are more worthless than ever before. Puff Daddy used to be able to drive a speedboat through an explosion. At least that looked cool. Now you're lucky if you can make it through some dire piece of shit video without a character checking their hot new iPhone for three seconds at a concert. Surprise, that gaudy, blatant product shot is the only reason that video got funding in the first place. Why bother otherwise when you can build an avid Twitter following for free? Before I continue, I just want to reiterate, it's your generation that stole music, and it's your generation that's bitching about us not playing music videos anymore. Okay, okay all right, moving on. But MTV, where can I go to hear hot new music from my favorite artists? Oh, I don't know. How about the most empowering informational tool since the printing press, aka the internet? You subscribe to their Twitter feeds, you follow them on Facebook, you trust a computer algorithm like Pandora to tell you what new artists you should listen to, and you can watch your music videos again and again and again on YouTube. Build a f***ing playlist if you're so inclined. Are you seriously not sick of your favorite artists yet? Do you have such a lady boner for Mumford & Sons that you need to see them <laughs> tumbling out of one more screen in your house? <laughs> if we played music videos today, here's what we'd be forced to play. Katy Perry, Owl City, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Harley Rae Jepsen. We might as well change our name to iTunes Music Store TV. And you'd <laughs> complain that we don't play enough Pavement, R.E.M., and Nirvana. Which brings me to my final point. Admit it. You're getting older. And you're afraid. <laughs> Soon, you'll be totally irrelevant to pop culture. Phased out. Soon you'll get married and have kids. Develop totally new interests relevant to their survival and happiness. When you want to cut loose for a night out, you'll hire a babysitter, check silly old antiquated Google for showtimes, and realize no movie looks good to you anymore. Worst of all, your favorite artists will charge an arm and a leg for their comeback tour tickets, and they're going to look really old on stage. That is, if they don't already. So you toss out that old chestnut as a hip form of rebellion against the man. Why doesn't MTV play music videos anymore? And here's the kicker. That complaint is literally old enough to drive a car by now. <coughs> oh. And to answer your question about why we only air horrible reality shows about vapid people, because you watch that shit to feel superior. Go ask the mirror why you watch it. I don't give a shit. Not you'll excuse me. I have a check to write myself. Hi, is this the check office? I'd like to write a check to myself for like a whole shit ton of money. <laughs> That's fantastic. The be Honestly, I don't know what the best line from that is. I don't know if it's uh, not our fucking demo or ask the fucking mirror why Ask you the fucking mirror it. for me. <laughs> it is so goddamn good. That's excellent. And it true. Is, it is. Yeah, it's tot that is totes. The Coach entire true. thing Coach broken down com. into a fucking simple statement. 
I don't know. You're the one who fucking watches it. <gasps> Lovely. Uh, man, I, and I, dude, I still remember watching, even up into college, sitting and watching, you know, fucking 120 minutes, mm-hmm. shit oh, like yeah. that, and like seeing, you know, Bad Religion and mm-hmm. cool shit like that on it. And Yeah. Nope. Nope. Anymore. You don't have to. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah you can watch it anytime you want. Exactly. Anywhere like, you want. When, Like when you came over that, that night and you, me, and Hope sat here listening to fucking music on YouTube all night. Yeah. And it was like, we're calling our own playlist. We're going with mm-hmm. all kinds of shit that, yeah, you can't hear. Any, that we, we, we just get to program. That's it. Mm-hmm. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. Thank you. MTV can just go away. Although, go right away. I do like... <laughs> I'm even growing disenchanted with Metal Mania on VH1, just because the past few weeks there have been too there's been too much of the same shit. Ever like the past uh, we watched four weeks in a row. Goddamn Teenage Frankenstein, Got the Time, and at least two others were on all of all of well, them. This is bullshit. All of them. And the only way to remedy this is to make our own Metal Mania playlist of videos. Oh. Oh, That's shit. That's how we do. Oh, 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 yes. And we fucking straight up build a playlist. Mm-hmm. We will have that at some point in the future. Yep. Not certain when, but soon. Very soon. That's it. That's yeah. the only way to remedy this whole problem. Or, Fuck yeah. Or we don't have to listen to a fucking, uh, another bang tank. I, I, actually, I'd kill for Did a bang tango bang video. Bang tango, wow. Uh, we're going to have to watch fucking autographs singing blonde, yes. blondes and black cars. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear anything new from Megadeth. Oh no! I don't want to hear anything from Megadeth at this point. <laughs> um, and I liked Megadeth. Yeah. So well, who didn't? I mean, uh, they're Megadeth. Well, I mean, actually, dude, the thing is, I am a little bit relieved because hold on, I'm going to pull it up here. Megadeth did launch uh, a new video that was sort of a, you know, a little more of a return to form. Let me pull it up here so you can hear the new Megadeth song. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is that is an even more inside version of Baby's Got Her Blue Jeans On. That is literally. I sing you. like the weasel from Emmett Otter's Junk Band Christmas. Yeah. Now that's a reference you have to be oh, born yeah. before 95 to catch. Oh, yeah, dude. Possibly but, 85. Burgermeister, I think that song, we might be the only two people alive who get the actual humor of that. Even yes. people who are at the same place at the same time are like, well, why is that funny? Because <laughs> a, chi- a blonde Chinese waiter who lives in an A-frame house underneath the stairs yeah. with a goddamn rat tail. Yes. Yes. A five-pound white kid who dressed like a, like, like a kung fu waiter. Yes. He dressed like <laughs> Bruce Leroy from fucking <laughs> The Last Dragon, but with a rat tail. He did. He did. That's not even That's not, not even a joke. That's so true. Nice kid. Yeah. Dumb as a stump, but thought he was a genius. So I want you to know that, trees. <laughs> trees. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. So, so Richard Attenborough died. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That sucks. I mean, it sucks, but he's 90. You yeah. know? Motherfucker had a good run of it. Yeah. I forget. It's so funny when you look back at him, when he... Him and The Great Escape. That's what I loved. He was as imposing looking as, I don't... Fucking a puppy 
physically he didn't but they he was oh my god he's being moved here he's being moved here he's such a, and then the first time you see him it's like okay for some reason i totally buy him <laughs> as being the guy i'm fucking supposed to be yeah the the jailers ought to be concerned by yeah well, uh, he, was, he was good man had a run of it question like like it's like he's like the voice of england for everyone you know? yes for America. Yeah, for Amer- ex- exactly. Exactly. If Attenborough didn't fucking narrate it, then it's not really British. No. Come now. Let's have some you. self-respect now. Well, it's certainly not Scottish. No. Like the doctor's eyebrows. Yes. Now, let's talk Doctor Who. Let's. Uh, first watch, watch the episode at midnight on Saturday night, a little drunk, and I <laughs> hated it so much I was fucking physically angry. Wow. That's... I did not fucking like it. Watched it again, and I was like, okay, it's not great, but it's about par for what Moffat has been doing. At which, by the way, not great. Moffat is Moffat needs to step away. He's I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of what Moffat's doing with the show at all. I think uh, on second watch there were a couple of things, some dumb boy sound effects early were, on. Uh, yeah, when he found his fucking footing, I was like. Okay, yeah, this is my doctor. There's always that weird... I had the same feeling when I watched Matt Smith's first one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know about this guy at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. At all. Uh-huh. And then at the end, I got a little bit because they went for the, you know, hero moments. Yeah, they gave both him and Tennant the badass moment. But uh, with Capaldi, oh, with this one, mm-hmm. um, he it was a big tonal shift. Yeah. Which... I appreciate it mm-hmm. um, because any time that we can stab youth worship in the throat, just a yes, scope, just a touch. Uh-huh. I'm good with that. Right? Not totally, but yeah. Let's bring it back a little. Yeah, bit. let's doctor yeah. fucking who. Okay? Exactly. Not yeah. a hula hoop. Yeah. Roller skates. Uh, Dan Fogelberg. Yeah. Or a fucking Pac-Man video game. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. chill out, children. Yeah. Yeah. It's our show. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. My back hurts. I need mm-hmm. an ointment. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a balm? Um, <laughs> and when he finally found his footing, yeah, I'm Scottish. That whole thing. Uh huh. I think that's where it turned for me. Well, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, right. It's because when he started out, he was he was channeling a little bit of Matt Smith because and that you was had that awkward as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I think the best regeneration episode had to have been Tenants because he was out. Until he was ready to fucking kick yeah. ass. Um, but th- here's what I think is interesting is the badass hero moment for Tennant and Smith were both public. Yeah. The badass hero moment for Capaldi was, I will fucking stab you. Just you and me in this room. I will fucking murder you. And uh, I do Well, that think- was the best part. Yeah. Whereas, you know, one of which us one, is of us, one of us is lying. And mm-hmm. they... And Cut away. Told you, yeah. See him, and then you see uh, him again. And he mm-hmm. looks dead at the camera with his Scottish eyebrows. Yeah. Like, oh. Good cut bottle oh. tops. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That dude, he's, uh, uh, honestly, with what I've seen thus far, the episode was, abs- was, was <laughs> at first I was angry, huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay. <sighs> I liked it. It there wasn't was th- as great as I wanted it to be, but it's okay. Well, I think a lot of this, and I'm, I, I love Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but I'm not as batshit about it as some people. Yeah. Not you, necessarily, but uh-huh. other people that are really into this. Other people that share a bed with you? No, not, no. not even her. <laughs> I mean, there are people yeah. that are more batshit about oh, it yeah. than her. Oh, and yeah. I, I read their stuff online, the mm-hmm. blogs or whatever, and they they kind of fell... I don't know if this happens in Britain, but in America, where we goddamn near invented hype. Yeah. 
after the Matt Smith thing made the big transition with the American audiences and that awful fucking intro mm-hmm. for America. Oh, yeah. The uh-huh. man in a box, blah, 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 all mm-hmm. that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the hype may have got, yeah. got some, some people that I've read. Yes. Yeah. And you, you need to bring it down a little bit. Because mm-hmm. this one was a Scotchmore British. Yeah. But, and I thought we were going to carry that Scotchmore British. How could it be more British? But you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Less pandering. Yes. To the yes. American audience. And then at the end, we had to get another call for Matt Smith. Yeah. And that. And I thought that was a little cute. My problem with. Uh, with Moffat is he isn't good at letting shit go and he makes the wrong things the strength of the show. I said for ages, the problem was it was the Amy and Rory show, show with their friend the Doctor. Yeah. Um, I like that he... Fu- Clara has bored the shit out of me for a long time and the fact that they finally gave her some teeth... I'm, yeah, I, that, I am scared. And that dynamic was really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh. not a I'm not a control freak. Oh, yes, mom. Yeah. You know? when, when she's like, and I'm crying right now because I'm scared, but I'm. You might yeah. as well kill me because I'm not. If you're not answering, yeah. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Like fucking hell. Finally, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say I'm a big Who fan, but I'm not as big as people think. All of these episodes are really great. Yeah. Because man, there hasn't been a aren't. great episode well, in a while. When they are, uh huh. They're, you know, they're not all Van Gogh. No, uh-uh. but. Yeah, but when they are, holy shit! Yeah, it's like watching sports. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, not much happens. Yeah, but every once in a while, right? Holy shit! See, Russell Davies, who did the Tenant ones, knocked it out of the park on More a fairly on, on a fairly More regular basis. Yeah. Moffat is very much a, a grinder. Moffat plays small ball. He doesn't have a whole lot of great episodes. I don't think he's hit a full on home run, but he's had some stand up triples. You know? Yeah. You know and. That's that's sort of been problematic for me. I will say the opening credits. Oh yeah. Have you heard about what, yes, what they I did? did. With it? Have, you, have, you, have, you, have you heard about this? You read about this? I just love that they're like, yeah, we contacted the guy who did it. When I saw that online, I was like, it's almost exactly like but, his. Holy shit! This has to be it. They like they can't do better than this. And when it started and the gears were going open, I were like, <gasps> yeah. Then it hit that infinity clock. It was like, mm. what? Music's great. Mm-hmm. Very throwbackish. Yep. Yep. Good shit. I like it. I like it. I'm excited about what's going to happen in the future uh-huh. when they get past these little episodic, the little the set yeah. dressing, right? Uh, or setting the scenes for all all these episodes. Yeah. Actually, I will say Moffat. They tend to not rub me the wrong way so much. It's like, oh god, they yeah. don't even get cooking until or cracking. Until, yeah. yeah. Until about three quarters of the way. Right. Right. I will say Moffat. I think his sweet spot was the uh, runaway. Yes. Say those exact words. Run away. That was when he found his 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 footing. I really think, and the fact that he's going to be able to do more of a. I want anyone who ever thinks of trying to use the people I love against me yeah. to think of those like. Yeah. So yeah, that that we're getting into that. Moffat does the angry well. He does the angry really well. I do love an angry doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm Scottish. We complain about things. I can complain about things. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's great. Chips, I... coffee, chips, chips and coffee, chips and coffee. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> God, he's fucking Fantastic. great. Yeah, and just when he put, po- you're about to die. Figured, should offer you a drink first. <laughs> what now? What? Oh my! You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, prost, my man, prost. Fantastic. Yeah, really fucking nailed it. Really fucking nailed it with one, those few uh, moments. One review I 
read was Rider Zero Capaldi One. That's a bit bitchy. It's a bit bitchy, but it's just give it some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not everything is going to be well, goddamn amazing. The problem that I have is that nowadays we have gone into this culture of superlatives. It is the best or the worst. Yeah. Like I watched the Poochie episode was on last night. Worst episode ever. Right. Okay, great. And like I'll say that shit all the time, but I'll go beyond it, you know. Yeah. And there's so many. Well, people I mean, like, if you oh, had stopped, just... if you had watched it once, hated it, and not watched it again, yeah, you'd yeah. been that guy. The next day, I was like, we have to, we have to watch. It. I have to be remembering this wrong. There's, yeah. And it was just the little things that I didn't like that genuinely annoyed me. Sure. I was like, come on, what the fuck? We have... and I don't, I don't need sound effects. No, God, they, no. they can take that right out of the equation. Yeah. I don't need that shit. No, I don't need sound effects. I don't mind that they. Don't Jump you? right in with those. Well, I, these. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, hit fucking. If Clara had answered her phone and it had been, don't drop that dick. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been the best. That would have been the fucking best. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I am. I am really looking forward to seeing where he goes, and if they continue in the vein that they are now. He's um, been all right, been all right, you know, good, good. I like the good. I like the big comfy chair and the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. There's more round things on the walls. Ooh, I like the round things. <clears throat> I like. It. Oh, and well, I'm not your boyfriend. <laughs> I know you're not. It wasn't much for you. softer when he yeah delivers that. And he's like, that wasn't for you. Like, <gasps> oh, well, at least we're acknowledging the flirtiness of all of it. Don't drop that deck a deck. Clara. I'm just glad they finally made Clara interesting. I do like, even though they labored uh, that uh, point of, he's older, he's older, he's older. Did anyone yeah. notice? Yeah. I didn't like the, had that whole moment where he was questioning himself. What am I trying to tell myself? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the things Hope pointed out, they kept mentioning specifically, why this face? Why, why this, face? this face? And there, and Clara mentioned something about that face as well. So what is it about mm. that face? And that, I don't want to drop any spoilers, but that, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume, series antagonist. Yeah. Well, that has a, a yeah. lot of potential. Yeah. Because that's crazy shit. That is crazy. That is very crazy shit. I'm scary and a crazy one of those. Oh, yes. Oh, my, yes. <clears throat> so. so we shall see where anyway. all of this shit goes. And, Which uh, brings us to our topic. Um, actually, what else is Adam? Uh, Adam. It was Adam We're Wayne. We're talking about Adam Wayne this week. Uh, from the, the, uh, the, 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 the formerly of The Amp, posted his review of Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Yes. I believe it was him. I, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Wayne. It was, and it was just that fucking amazing... Ava Green poster, mm. you know where you see her ties, and he's like, Ava Green is butt naked for almost this entire movie. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, uh, all right. Hear me. It's fantastic. <laughs> I need to see it. I, was, I, I just, it's weird. The and I'm going to speak in code a little bit here for those who know it. The order of the stories in Sin City that they've done in the movie is odd because there's shit that's revealed in the yeah. other ones that this kind of spoils. So yeah, leave it at that. Um, we're talking Robert Rodriguez. We are. Robert Rodriguez, 
Austin Zone. Austin Zone. You do not know Robert Rodriguez unless you goddamn went to film school at UT after he hit because you read his book in at least one class. And I will put this out there to anyone. You want to make a movie? Read his book, A Rebel Without a Crew. Read it. It is goddamn... It is enlightening. It is exactly... It gives you everything you need to know. The guy... Knows his shit. I actually, there's a guy I work with who went to high school with him, and in high school he was known as Video Bob. That's <laughs> they video go Bob. by Video Bob. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But yeah, he was known as he was just the film guy back then, and that carried it all the way through. Which that's bully. That's awesome. Um, the first movie he I, I'll give the little inside baseball here. He is responsible for a change in the admission practice of the. Um, of the UT uh, radio television film program. They used to do this whole thing that was based off of like just grades and this, and he's like, I'm a shit student. So my grades were never good enough to get me in. I made a movie. He made a movie called Bedhead. Yeah. A short film. If you haven't seen it, it's on El, at least on the El Mariachi DVD. 1991. Yeah. 1991 made this movie called Bedhead. He submitted it to Jump Cut, which is the UT student film competition, and won. And basically the, the, the people, powers that be in the radio, television, film department said, wait a minute, we, we denied entrance to this guy? Okay, fucking let him in. And by that point, he was getting too distracted now with, with what he wanted to do to let the, the schooling shit get in the way of it. Now, yeah. He said that he had read in this book, screenwriting book, that if you want to get good at screenwriting, write three screenplays and then just throw them away. <laughs> that gets all the crap out. It gets you used to the form. It gets you used to the structure. It gets you used to everything. You write three, pitch them, and then you're ready to write a feature. That is, I think, very good advice. Don't marry your first script. I mean... Yeah. Hell, you you get to you know three or four like talking to Lee and my my working fucking screenwriting friend. He's like, oh god, yeah, I've got a stack of scripts that are never going to be seen by anybody. Right, that's just what you do. But he said, instead of doing that, why don't I write one, film it really really cheap, sell it to a Mexican home video distributor, take the money I make off that, and sink it into produ- producing the second one sell that and do the third one so that instead of just writing these scripts and pitching them, I am writing the scripts, learning how to write and making the movies and getting better at actually working on a feature and being able to put it together. And he absolutely fucking nails it with El Mariachi. Boy, does he. The $7,000 movie that um, he says today he could make for 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. He's like, the cost was all on film and processing and everything. He's like, I, I can make this thing for fucking nothing today with digital. On a GoPro. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the amount of shit that guy could do today. What? Um, but El Mariachi is that distinction of a solidly, a decent script with a good director on it. Yes. Because at the point, he was a good young director. He was good and solid. And what he did worked. He got... Well, a director uses what he has to do yeah. the best he can with. And, <clears throat> you know, there were certain casting choices that were strange. Yeah. But none of them gave a bad performance. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but he... 
it really the star of that movie really is the direction. Oh God, yes. Uh huh. I don't know how else to say. Yeah, it. yeah. The direction and the editing, yeah. the fucking way it's put together, and it is. You read that shit where it's like, yeah, we put fucking. We made our own squibs with a weight belt and condoms full of fake blood that I made myself that we hooked up to a small charge. Right. Like, holy crap, dude. That is, that's fucking magical. Um, so, yeah, that, El Mariachi, it, that came out at a heyday time for that kind of action movie. For, and a heyday oh, time for independent film. Oh, God, yes. So it was oh, yeah. at perfect place, perfect mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah. For that thing, because for the people that weren't just losing their minds over independent film, mm-hmm. that was their gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy bridge. It's one yeah. that you can look at and go, yeah, I can see where this gets you into it. Yeah. I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was really solid. Now, here's where it gets kind of funny. Uh, he, hang on a second. Whoop. Then went from a 5,000 to over five. Well, actually, no, after that, he did Road Racers, didn't he? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, yes, he did. Well, yeah. no, no, he did Rebel Highway. Rebel Highway. Okay. TV series one episode. Okay. Which nobody saw us. So yeah, and then Road Racers. Road Racers. TV movie. I've never seen Road Racers. Nor um, I. I remember seeing the video. Yeah, I saw, I saw the video all over the place, and it was one where I think he wrote the script to, to that in like two days nice. or something stupid like that. Uh, which we'll get into what my issue with his him is a little bit later. He then made Desperado. With, okay, uh, actually, hold on. Let's step back to El Mariachi because there's, yeah. there's shit that's important here. His idea on that was he was going to uh, just get it on Mexican home video. No one's ever going to see it. Right. He dropped off two video cassettes one day. One was to the home video company. The other was at an agent's office where he just had a copy of the trailer for El Mariachi. And um, I could tell you this from... My my film history professor in college is he heard this from his mouth. Robert dropped off that you know he gave me the video before he showed anyone. He, like you know I had all these movies, but he put the trailer at the beginning of it and then had El Mariachi. And he's like, I got home late. I only wanted to. You know, I'll watch the trailer then I'll go to bed. Yeah. He's like, I saw the trailer. He's like, I have to watch this movie. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> Robert drops off that movie at the at the agents and at the distributors. Um, so Rodriguez knows it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, sorry, Ramirez Berg, my, my professor was like, you know, knew it. Uh, uh, he'd seen it before any of that. It ends up the home video company doesn't get back to him for a couple of days. The agent watches the trailer and is like, yeah, we need to sign you and get this thing distributed. And, um, I need to see the feature first, but, mm-hmm. and, uh, Charles asked him, he was like, so why didn't you just give him the movie? Didn't you want him to watch the movie? He was like, yeah, I wanted him to watch the movie, but I wanted them to ask me to watch it. Nice. And that's where it took off. I mean, honestly, had this the home video company gotten back to him sooner, none of this happens. Yeah. None of it. It's it's gone. God. Yeah. That's just how that shit works out sometimes. So much man. of that stuff is just... Mm-hmm. Timing and Timing luck. and dumb luck. Yep. Yep. He is... I don't know, they're, they're like the ultimate American su- success story in that regard, yeah. you know. But uh, El Mariachi led then to Desperado, where he got, you know, like, at, you know, into the millions yeah. for the budget of that. And um, originally what he wanted to do was going to be a trilogy, and the second one was originally supposed to be called Pistolero. Hmm. And the studio ended up, you know, getting it shifted to Desperado. Here's a funny thing. I was in uh, a class in um, intro 
the intro to RTF class at right. ET. And the guy who taught it was this fucking jerk off. I couldn't. No, he's an asshole. But senior he, jerk off. Yes, yeah, senior senior jerk off. But he was like, uh, you know, God, guys, I'm just trying to teach you stuff so that you know you're so that you're not like Robert Rodriguez and just getting told what to do and taken advantage of by the studios. Taken advantage of by the students. Yes. And it was funny because the, girl, the woman I was dating was in the class with me at the time. And she was talking to a friend of hers. Like, yeah, he said this. And this guy turned around to his roommate and said, hey, guess what Jeff just said about your brother? Oh. And he left. He's like, are you kidding? The studio fucking loves my brother. He flies out for production meetings. And he's like, you're putting me up in a hotel? Can I just sleep in my production offices and, and use the money from the hotel on the movie? <laughs> and they were like, we don't know. Uh, we do, no one's no one ever, has asked, ever that, asked that so. before. We don't know. So, yes. Uh, I've got to get with legal. Yeah, let's see what we can do here. Um, but El Mariachi, first off, what, what I loved about it is that was the first movie that I was ever solidly conscious aware of homage throughout. Yeah. Like, you know, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs is very subtly hidden in there. They were in there. There was a lot of it, but it wasn't as, you know, in your face. It wasn't as blatant. It wasn't as like, yeah, here's this is happening. Yeah. This is one where I was sitting there. I'm like, the killer, hard boiled. Mm-hmm. This, I'm like tagging every fucking reference. Because there are some shots in that that are straight lifted out of John it's, Woo movies. It's, it's more Kill Bill than anything else. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's quite oh, it's good. Very good. Yeah. It has the uh, Portuguese Phil Hartman. Yes. Uh, Joaquin, uh, is it Joaquin of Desperado. Yeah, yeah, from Desperate. Love the guy. I had fucking Danny Trejo. With that, you want to talk about a way to intro a guy into the pop culture zeitgeist. When he fucking pulls that vest open and has the woman and all the goddamn knives. That's like, two of a women on his chest. Yeah, that, and he says women. Yeah, that's that two of a women on his chest. I've seen that movie about 30 times. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. was a moment there. Mm-hmm. Where I was a big fan of El Mariachi, especially uh-huh. where I was when I saw El Mariachi. I'm like, right. well, I'm where this yes. fucking movie was made. Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that really kind of hit home. And then when Desperado came out, I went to see it in the theater by myself. Mm-hmm. And Same here. And uh, was blown away by it. Yeah. I mean, from fucking jump. Yep. Bushimi walk, walking in the bar, uh-huh. everything. It was like, ooh, ooh okay. Mm-hmm. Now this guy has some cash. Yeah. Yeah. And it's obvious he knows how to use it. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but yes, there's all all manner of And I'm so, the way he used the homage. music even, the fucking Los Lobos. Mm. Oh my god. That, that soundtrack fucking, still kicks ass. Uh, yeah. I and, and it's one of those things that it's funny because growing up in Texas, you grow up um you grow up a little more conscious of uh of uh what's it called? Um Mariachi music than most people do, mm-hmm. but you—it's always you know the guys in the big outfits at the fucking Mexican restaurant on a Saturday night. Yeah, but you don't ever realize that mm-hmm. how, like Jesus. Like, well, this, this is an exceptional song, but it's not just an exceptional song; it's an exceptional performance of an exceptional song. Los Lobos is such a goddamn good band. Yeah. They really are. They nail that shit. And then they're just, we're just going to fucking unload straight up mariachi, mariachi track on this. Damn. And kick somebody's ass with a guitar. It's just so yeah, much it, of... It's a 13-year-old boy doing turning shit. up everything up to 10 and 11 yeah. and just going for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 
Yep. There is no, well, that would be kind of silly. Yeah, uh, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Oh, yeah. only kind of silly? Fuck. Okay, bring a guy with a goddamn rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But, bring uh, the original El Mariachi back. Yeah. As yeah. a guy with a goddamn rocket launcher. And a kick-ass truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just want to think about... I could take a step back. Okay, okay. I know exactly what you're going to and, talk about uh, here. Uh. Just think about the, uh, the casting. <laughs> Going through all the headshots and yeah. what have you. Yep. And in walks Salma Hayek for her audition. Uh-huh. Guess who? So he was just was like hired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Hired! Yeah. I, I'm going to do that. You're hired! Uh-huh. Stop I, it! She can't speak. Don't care. I don't care. Don't hired. Hired. care. Oh, my God. Yeah. That... She is still gorgeous, but the... Yeah. The, the what, 20-something Salma Hayek? That is... My, my father once made a statement that I think is the greatest. She was so gorgeous, she made your tongue hard. Like... <laughs> You know? Yes. Yeah, I think that was something a guy he worked with said, and he threw it out there once. I was like, yeah, Dad, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. She was she was distracting. <laughs> Leon's getting larger. <laughs> Indeed. It was just like that scene, and it, I, I'm sure because of the cat, when he, she walked into the casting, it blew, her, blew him away. Mm-hmm. The scene where she is introduced yeah. to the American audiences. And the reaction in the film is much like the reaction in yeah. the theater. Uh-huh. Some guy almost crashed. One guy yeah. does crash his car. Uh-huh. Everyone's just like. You just hear sodas hitting the floor. What is that? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. No, no. That's not a woman. People don't look like that. I'm a you're, yeah yeah I'm the same I'm the same species as her yeah yeah don't Surely, insult sir. her one the same magical animal <laughs> it's a magical animal oh my yeah 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 that 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 was just one that was unfair. It's unfair to the world that a woman that fucking gorgeous just, you know. So the, that's that's why you keep going to the theater 30 times by yourself. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Every scene, every scene she was in. What are you? And let, let's, let's keep talking about her some. And then Robert said, you know, I don't think I killed enough people with just overwhelming blood loss to their massive erections with Salma and this. So let's just up that ante in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, and we get there. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there, that's and that's just fucking forget about it. Yeah, that... that that's that, not fair. That's no, bullshit. No, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Bullshit. Yes. Uh, bullshit of yeah. all and, bullshit. And if you're out there, and I know some... Uh, maybe not on this show, but you yeah. may know somebody mm-hmm. who knows somebody yeah. who's one of these motherfuckers. Not even I... And this much for contrarian because uh-huh. I'm a red blooded fucking male. Yeah. Oh well, eh, she's not that pretty. <laughs> you know they're out there. Yeah. You know they are. Fucking you know, weirdos. The best, the best fucking line about her. There was at Thirty Rock. She popped up on a bit where she was dating Alec Baldwin's character, mm-hmm. and she was like, <laughs> at one point she has to talk to Liz about something. She's like, Liz, I have something. I have a terrible secret I have to tell you. She goes, Are you a man? <laughs> and Salma goes, 
no, do you want to see me naked? And she goes, kinda. <laughs> and I love, yes, yes that is, is that kind of, of unbelievable gorgeousness that even a lot of heterosexual women are like, yeah, I'd like, yes, I would. Yeah. yeah. Very, the, very the, much. The vaguest of shots in yeah. Desperado. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. What? Yes, that, yeah. Yeah, never before have so many men paid full <laughs> ride to see a movie for a... I mean, it's like... Half-second shot. Maybe. Mm-hmm. What? Not that I needed yeah. it. Nope. I really didn't. No, you didn't. But... I'm like, everything is fine, but... Oh, I got the two? Yeah. Howard Rodriguez, are you flirting with me? <laughs> <laughs> video Bob, what are you Oh, Video Bob. Do? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Fuck yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. God, I just love how, that, and honestly, for guys that were, here's the way I put it, we were, what, 19, 20 yeah, when that 19. came out? And pushed me, like, she single-handedly pushed me back to being a pubescent 14-year-old. Just I'm 38. And yeah, I'm a, and I'm saying, and insane. to this day, it still does the same thing. Any guy who saw that at that point is like, oh, Shama, no. Oh my! By the way, that was about twenty years ago. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh man! But yes, Desperado. That was that was really what brought it home. And so funny and violent. violent and the and soundtrack sad. kicks fucking ass. And it, all of that is relevant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a fun, fun movie. Yes, it Latin is. Latin Soul Hartman. Uh-huh. All of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That dumb twist at the end. Yeah. Uh, Which who cares at that point? Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, wasn't but the thing is, what people are is, if you watched El Mariachi, you knew that twist was coming because it was the same as the twist in the first one. (laughs) My little brother, guitarista, yeah, Uh, the best. I will still still stand by it. El Mariachi is still the best movie written while somebody was living inside of a health lab, uh, inside of a health company's lab, being. Tested with me- having Pharmaco. medicines tested on them, yeah. If I ever get to meet Robert Rodriguez, hey, uh-huh. buddy, you know what you and I have in common? Pharmaco. Pharmaco. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Pharmaco. Pharmaco. Mm-hmm. How about that? And that was a way where you go and live there for like, you know, a month and make $10,000 or something ridiculous. Not much. No. Yeah. Well, if you lived, if you, had, if you did on one of those on-site for four-week type things. Then... I was on-site uh-huh. for... Was it two weeks or three weeks? Okay. I think it was three weeks. Okay. And it was $1,500. Oh, okay. 2000 some shit like that. Okay. Well, but switched. in 1997, it was yeah, like, yeah. that was a big money. Yeah, he, and he did, he did a, a speed healing test, a speed healer test. So he still has a scar somewhere on him from it. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he really went for the... Oh, hell yeah. yeah. He I went for the... some dumb white cell count thing for cancer. Yeah, he did like seven... He did something that, that in three weeks gave him $7,000. Oh, okay, so. yeah. He played a lot of soul caliper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably... Yeah, I never did that just because you, know, <laughs> you had better things to do with your life. Better things to do with my life, yeah. Not me. Yeah. Right, let's, let's do, do this. Test, yeah. Really great. Uh huh. Uh huh. God. So oh, weird. Dear. And it's not really a thing anymore. No, now it's something else. Yeah. It's weird. The weirdest part of that whole thing, not, I mean, the <laughs> thousand fucking blood draws notwithstanding, uh-huh. was when they let us go outside. Yeah. Because you could only go outside like a couple of times, and we'd all like walk around the building. Uh huh. It was like walking in the yard, but yeah, a jail yard, a little less rapey. Yeah, just kind of weird. Yeah, 
Yeah. You had to eat everything on your, uh, every everything at every meal, you had every, every piece on the tray, uh-huh. whatever they served you. Right. And things you didn't like, and you couldn't eat any other time. Right. Uh-huh. Man, Raisin Bran became like a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I hope they got a Raisin Bran today. Sure uh, love Raisin Bran. They had total control over everything. Everything. Yep. It's creepy. Well, because you're doing medical shit. They want to make sure nothing's fucking <laughs> yeah. Has be, yeah. Yeah. Everything has to be the same, but oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking weird. It is. It is. But yeah, that then leads to, uh, honestly, the collaboration that I wish would have happened a fuckload more. Quentin writing, Robert directing. <clears throat> yeah. From dusk till fucking dawn. Oh, you know Four oh. Rooms? Oh, Four Rooms. At, let's talk Four Rooms. I totally forgot about Four Rooms. Four Rooms is, for those who do not know, there was this odd little attempt that they did of... Uh, Doing a just it is a collection of four short films mm-hmm. directed by up and coming, you know, hip cool directors. I, I think it's Allison Anders, I forget who the other one is, uh-huh. Rodriguez and Tarantino. Rodriguez fucking owned it with yeah. his Tarantino's. The ending made that goddamn rule, yeah. But all the way through, the troublemakers. Goddamn fantastic. The misbehavior. The misbehaviors mean, ah, oh, fuck. Because tr- everything he has is Troublemaker Studios yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. I've been to Troublemaker Studios oh. and it's nice. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later here. But, um, Four yeah. Rooms was, other than the misbehaviors for me, was uh, no big deal. Yeah. 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 I mean, but I but, like the misbehavior. Yeah. Oh, the misbehavior, misbehaviors, misbehaviors nailed it. <laughs> uh, it was, for those who've never seen it, it was a hotel on New Year's Eve, uh, and um, Tim Roth played yeah. the only, like, bellhop who was there. And it was just four different rooms that had weird little stories happening in them. Yeah. And uh, he ties them all together. Yes. The misbehaviors was Antonio Banderas and his wife. We're going out for a party or something, and the kids were going to be left alone in the hotel room, and he asked him to check on them, and the kids went to fucking hell. The kids just go goddamn crazy on that place. Very cool fucking short film. Yeah. Very cool short film. Um, but yeah, that was just one where I forget about it, because it is. It's 75%. Well, it's 50% totally forgettable, 25% great, and 25% eh. Yeah. There's a... There's a- Pretty big dose of eh. Yeah, yeah. Again, if it wasn't for the fucking hilarity of the last moment from yeah. that, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. It, not it would, terrible. It, yeah. Just eh. Yeah, not thrilling, but nice. nice. Yeah. Then dust held on. Yeah, this is where things. Here is where we learn. Where I learned something that I think ends up defining the rest of of Rodriguez's career. He's a phenomenal director. He's not. I'm not going to say he's a, not a great writer. I'm going to say he doesn't he doesn't want to write if there's a possibility of doing something else. He has that let's just writing is what I have to do to be able to go out and film. So let's get this done so I can film. I think yeah, but I think he's a, there's he's a particular kind of writer. Uh-huh. Um there's just there's nothing slight about what I'm about to say. He's he's very pulpy. Mm-hmm. Super, super pulpy, mm-hmm. and I believe very conscious of it. Oh yeah, because uh-huh. that's what get gets his gears going. Yeah, yeah. Um, at first, I thought you know when I when I was younger and didn't read much, I was like, well, read as much of that kind of stuff. Yeah, around this time as I did growing up, like, well, this guy just seems like is kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. 
But structurally, I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah. with what the, how he does things, especially in Dust Till Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, it's very much, yeah, but that just leads to that because this has to happen. Right. But remember, that was a Tarantino script. Dust oh, that's right. Yeah, Dust Till Dawn. Right. Robert is a very much, he, it's, he strikes as a first draft writer. Mm. Where it's like, we got a first draft done, we'll, we'll clean shit up as we need to, but perhaps it'll be good here. But he um, he does definitely have that kind of mm-hmm. this is this cool thing happens and then that cool thing happens yes and oh, then totally. something gross happens uh-huh. and then something scary gross happens yeah and now let's let's discuss the woman that I feel sorriest for in the world is the woman who played Sant- Sant- Satanica Pandemonium in the ro- in the uh, um, Dust Till Dawn series that yeah. I don't think is around it I don't know I've I don't know it well but very pretty young lady. Yes, but you, you know you are being asked. You're George Lazenby in this. No matter how good yeah. he was, you're stepping in after. Like, good luck with that. Yeah, it was it was an unenviable task. Where yes, you are pretty, but you are a pretty human. Salma is a beautiful goddess. Yeah, and her dance number in that. I'm a fitophobic. Snakes scare the balls off of me. Mm-hmm. Not tonight, bruh. Not at all tonight. Oh, my God. And your story about that scene is so fucking priceless. uh, At that point, known as the guy who saw Desperado a thousand times in the theater. Yeah. um, Started dating a young lady. Yes. And um, that is the only relationship you've ever had that I've known of that I was like, really? Yeah, just weird. because it didn't fit, but yeah, no, it didn't. No, not in the slightest. Uh, we went and see the new um, Robert Rodriguez Tarantino thing. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. I'd yeah. seen the trailer, obviously, and knew there were some things to see. Oh yes, but uh, I wasn't quite aware had. of all of that. Had the right. soundtrack early. Uh-huh. Big time fanboy. This soundtrack the, fucking kicks this was ass. The, a big part of my film geekness comes from this part, uh-huh. this point in my life. I didn't uh-huh. do much else. Right. Holy shit. Oh, we're enjoying ourselves. It's funny, especially at the beginning of the movie. It's great. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And we get to the, the final, the, uh, not final, but the dance scene there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the world falls away. <laughs> reality, <laughs> reality tumbles off into a void where I am left with only her uh-huh. and me. Yes. Me and she. Yes. Her and I. Mm-hmm. The only two creatures in this, yeah. in this universe of That's my creation. all we need, baby. I am... I think I drooled. I, I, I probably did. I was fucking flabbergasted. Yeah, Dave, my, my roommate Dave was sitting next to me, and the, me and this guy Wesley from the dorm, he was like... He just started going... Oh. I was oh. dumbstruck. Oh. Mm. Bum-fuzzled. I, 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 I was like the guy watching the uh, the cheerleaders in, in basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 But all silent. Uh-huh. With my mouth open. I was audible. So, yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> so, I am just fixated. Yeah. This you, entire you, scene. Yes. As every other straight guy in there must have been. Well, any, oh. let's... let's, let's any other guy. Yeah, I'm sorry, probably. gay dudes were like, um... Oh, my. Nobody's that gay. I love that top. Yeah. <laughs> Just agog. Mm-hmm. And right as she starts to fade off, the music starts to come down, she's backing off into the 
mm. darkness mm-hmm. with her snake or whatever. Yeah. The flames on either side of her. I feel to my left burning eyes. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend at the time isn't just staring at me. She has moved her entire body to the edge of the seat. <laughs> And is kind of diagonally staring right into my skull. Uh huh. She's not happy with me. <laughs> not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. No. And in true fashion of what I had just witnessed, uh huh. Anything other than like, oh well, you know, mm, you know, straighten my tie and kick my shoes. Right. I just turned over and went, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> I mean, yeah. Did you see it? Did you you see that? Uh Uh-huh. What? I I don't give a fuck. That just happened, baby. I mean, you can be mad. Yeah. But you can just sit your ass down and be mad because, damn. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. She was mad. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I had to deal with that later. Mm -hmm. But at the time. At the time, you ain't going to rain on my parade. Me or this fictional (laughs) character on screen. Her. Her. Yeah. Her. Uh, I'll live in this theater the rest of my life, woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, run the scene on a loop. Loop it. I don't need you. Ad nauseum. Yeah, oh my. I want to mourn! <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. This, sometimes shit has to happen. <laughs> Today, we are no more. <laughs> mm. <sighs> yeah. So, so, yes, that. Oh, my God. Ugh. And Dustin, that's weird because it was one of those that, like, you could tell when it made the turn to no longer being the Tarantino movie. The opening with the Gecko Brothers, oh. that was straight up QT. That's still some of my favorite marriage of script and oh, yeah. shots and everything oh. about it. It's just fucking perfect. Are it may s- be the most perfect intro ever. Uh huh. Are you such a loser that you don't know when you've won? What? What, what did you say to me? <laughs> I'm going to count to three. One, I didn't two. ask a question. I made a statement. <laughs> I didn't make a statement. I asked a question. That's what yeah. he says. <laughs> Are you such a fucking loser? You don't know when you won? <laughs> Look around. <laughs> oh, Kaitel, I'm a mean mm, mm, servant of God. Yes. Oh, Psychos I don't, don't know. explode I don't know when the, when the sun hits, hits them. them. I don't care how crazy they are. <laughs> Or something like this out there, Jacob. There's got to be a guy. There's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> Get this shit out of the way. I've been meaning to do that forever. That <laughs> fucking cable. Um, yeah, Dust Till Dawn. And that was when I remember seeing it on Riverside, opening night. Oh, man. All the guys from the dorm went and saw it. And I think there might have been like one or two girls from the floor. And like when that scene hit, they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I think we saw it at the show place in San Marcos. It was those big chairs. Uh-huh. So she had to like. Oh, you know, she put had some to fucking earn it. it. She had to yeah. put some stank on staring yeah. you down <laughs> for no goddamn reason <laughs> that I can understand. Want from me? If I, if you're dating somebody that's not fucking flabbergasted by that, yeah. you probably need to go somewhere else because he's dead. Yeah, you or, or you are what's called a beard. Yes, because what? Yes, mm-hmm. I can't think about the rest of this show right now. Yeah, it's. It's difficult to pass because... It's like looking at the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the sun had great boobs. <sighs> and it does. Sun, hashtag sun boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Busty sun. Our days will be, you know, Ray, and it'll be honor-proof liquor and rice and beans, and none of this shit's going to matter. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And fucking George Clooney. Yep. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. Why do you Why do you do this? What, yeah. What's wrong with you? Do you think this is what I am? Do you th- <laughs> I'm a professional fucking thief. She was She was gonna tell. She was no. She wasn't. Yeah. Like. Pfft. Oh, it's so. Good. Oh man, that. Oh. Comes back with a six pack of Lone Star and burgers. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's how it should be. How it fucking should be. I've seen that movie a lot too. Yeah. I think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also. Kick-ass soundtrack. Yeah, they, they. This was the time when they were really fucking lining everything up. Yeah. Dark night. It was good. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh yeah. That was a shit. I could talk about that all fucking night. What did he do after Dust Till Dawn? I don't remember. Ah, uh, see. I don't. This is say, where we go into. I don't want to say mishandled by the studios. I think he just said, "Uh, what you got there? What, what is that? What is this? Um, some kind of Kool Aid drink?" Ah. Ooh. It's okay. Wait a minute. What? It's already out? Uh, Wait, but I... Ah, shit. Right. The faculty. Ah. Uh, this was much more... You could... And I could be wrong. Maybe uh, this is all him all the time. Right. It's not like he didn't make a fucking lot of money for the studio. Uh-huh. But it certainly felt like there were studio hands... Oh, yeah. ...fucking things up a little. I have only witnessed one scene from that movie, and it is actually one where... Uh, it's something's happening outside where it's like some sort of fight and there's a group of students mm-hmm. kind of watching it happening and talking. And there is in the background this very pretty, pale, long, black, curly, hair, you know, wavy haired woman. Mm-hmm. It was my girlfriend at the time who broke nice. up with me right about that time, That which is why I never saw the movies. I was like, I don't want to fucking see that. <laughs> I can't understand that. I don't want to fucking see that. So, yeah, that... Uh, I'll find the scene so that I can, you know, that's that's who Jim was dating at the time. Yeah, can we get that picture up on Still Store? Yeah, get that up there. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, that uh, faculty don't know anything about it except for the fact that it was shot all over Austin and we were we were down. Yes, we were into it. Yeah, make that happen. No, you know what I'm saying? Cool idea. Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah. I think it probably suffered. From not having a half-naked Salma Hayek. Yeah. It certainly didn't do it any favors. Yeah. But yeah, that definitely struck as like, okay, you, you need to do one for us now. Fine. 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 I'll the make some money. The only one who's gotten away with never having to do one for the studio is Tarantino. But part of that is because Pulp Fiction made the studio. So it was like, yeah. when he was talking with Robert Forrester about, uh, I've read an interview where he was like talking to Robert Forrester about being in... Uh, uh, Jackie Brown, and he was like, are you sure the studio will let you cast me? And he's like, Fuck, motherfucker, I cast who I want. <laughs> because even by his second studio film, he was at that point. So, yeah. Goddamn good shit. What did really he... Okay, after Faculty... After the faculty, he did uh, the Robert Rodriguez ten minute film school, ten more minutes. Those were those were yeah. extra features, yeah. yeah. And then we got into the Spy Kids stuff. Okay, so here's the thing: Spy Kids all came from Troublemakers. He saw the little kids in the tuxedo. He was like, "Oh, they look like spies." And this is where, with the Spy Kids movies, you really got into the "I get to fuck it, let's just make it, let's make yeah. the movie." The first one was good. Not great, but good. And they really went downhill very quickly after that. I, I still think it was just like, well, I can do this. And yeah. This will make a lot of money. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could be wrong. But yeah. It sure felt like this will be fun. Uh-huh. It'll be something for my kids. Yeah. 
Uh, other kids will like it too. Very much like the rest of his writing. Hey, this will be kind of fun and cool. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. That's all the thought going into this. It's so weird because he goes from ultraviolet hard R mm-hmm. to, to that fun little kids movie. And he bounces back and forth because he's done four, four Spy Kids movies. Spy Kids, Spy Kids 2, The Island of Lost Dreams or some yes, shit like that. Spy, Spy Kids, Kids 3D, 3D and then game over. Spy Kids 4 Out of Time or some shit like that. I give him credit for one thing. He couldn't get Salma for it, but he did, in my book, the next best thing, which is Carla Gugino. Yeah. Yes! Mm -hmm. That's the sound. (laughs) That's that's the sound. Carla Gugino. I told Hope straight up, like, that's one of my cheat lists. Sorry. And she was like, I can see it. I can see it. I wouldn't, because uh, I love when you're able to make a statement like that. No, like, I'm going to write a check that I'm never even going to be in the same state as a bank with. <laughs> yes. Never going to be put to the test on this shit. I'm in love with me. I love me some Carla Gugino. We have the same birthday. Mm. Yes, I know. Her favorite color is blue. Blocked <laughs> <laughs> her hair. Exactly. Um, Can I smell it? Actually, I was born on the same, you know, the whole bangerang thing, you know, mm-hmm. same day down to the year as uh, Rufio. I know. Bangerang. Bangerang. Indeed, sir. It is. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, the Spy Kids were, uh, and, then, and in there there was Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, that one went over like a farty car, apparently. Yeah, he was big on just putting out the old school 3D stuff for a while. But the Spy Kids stuff made a shit ton of money. Yes. He made it on the cheap. Mm-hmm. All of his friends. Well, that's from, the uh, fucking key. That's the Robert Rodriguez motto. We make it on yeah. the cheap. But oh. super cheap. Oh, like, yeah. Like, obviously cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Doctor yeah. Who in the 70s cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kids ate it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knew his audience. So make the kid the hero for real. And for, for what they are, they're, they're not awful. Yeah, they're, they're just, just kind yeah. of oh well. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, the, the George Lucas made the problem of casting like oh we're gonna make a, put a little kid in the first Star Wars movie and we're gonna make him <laughs> a useless accessory. They yeah. were like we're gonna put kids in it. They are going to be the heroes. They are gonna be yeah. the spies. It's looking at that. It's what's funniest to me about a lot of that is the number of locations that I recognized. Like Splash Town in yeah. one of them, <laughs> when they had shit people lined up outside of Fado, oh, like holy yeah. shit, I know all of these. Pl- oh my god, Dale Dudley is a magnet man. Of course, oh. how could any of us forget? Yeah, because he won't. Because let he us. won't let us. Love you, Dale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember they're the first people to ever think of putting live music on in the morning. They're the first people that ever synchronized uh, 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 Wizard of Oz with Dark Side of the Moon. They're the first. Yeah. Yes, they they are. They make a lot of claims. Barbaric. A lot of claims happening there. Duder, 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 duder. And then, uh, once upon a time in Mexico happened. That is one that I wanted to like so much. Oh God, I wanted to as well. It but, didn't no. make sense. It was genuinely all over the place. It, it pissed me off. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Because up until that point, you know, Spy Kids notwithstanding, uh-huh. like, oh yeah, he's one of my, he's one of my boys. Yep, yep, yeah, no problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. him, him. I'm with him. Yeah, it's my band. Yes, uh huh. I've been listening to this band before you ever knew this band was a band. Yes, my band. Therefore, I win. Oh dear, and this is the Reload record. Uh huh. Actually, no, this, this is, is Saint Anger. Anger. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. Def- why? Reload Why is least, this happening? Load at least had give me few, give me five, give me Damazamazai. Damazamazai. Yeah. At least it had that. So, yes. yeah, this was that Megadeth video. 
Yeah. What the fuck? It just didn't make any goddamn sense. I hate you for liking you. I hate you because I liked you. What? (laughs) Shut up. Yeah. Pissed me off. Uh Uh-huh. It did. To this day, it was like it was just all over the place. I don't know what it was about. Nor do I. Yeah. Excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that is one where I think he got a first draft and was like, we're doing it. Just go. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like that. Uh, it was such an ab- uh, abrupt turn. It felt mm-hmm. like those Tony Scott things when Tony Scott fell in love with the fucking alphabet. Yeah. In fucking the electric company. At. What? Fat. What's happening? Why are you doing this? Uh-huh. I'm just trying something new. Try it once, man. Yeah. At least yeah. Robert tried it once. Mm-hmm. Tony just kept. Fucking Don't fucking marry it, son. Do a whole show on that. Yeah. But just me <laughs> recording how fucking frustrating that is. <laughs> we, we probably could. Oh, Christ. Uh. Words. I don't want to go down that wormhole. No, no. But no. Uh, yeah, this one just it 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 didn't it didn't connect. This this at all. this one felt like that. Right. Why, well, this doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. And I'm okay with things not making sense. Right. But mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp has to go shoot that guy because yeah. Neil was so great. I mean, that yeah. took a long time mm-hmm. to set that up. Yeah. There's a whole lot that went into that. Yes. Uh huh. I don't know. Uh huh. That was that was I'm I'm pushing on my I'm using my chip on this yeah, I, my, my I, chip I, uh, I I did not care for it yeah yeah so for a while there I thought well that was fun mm-hmm. it's all over yeah I'm just gonna go to the comic book store and read the one Frank Miller comic I still can stand mm-hmm. <sighs> they make this into a movie and yeah. they did yep yeah and, and there for a while I was just. We'll be together again. <laughs> so in love. See, when, before it came out, when it was just announced it was going to happen, I got a call because I was registered. Um, I was registered as a uh, sta- uh, with one of the talent agencies in town because uh, I auditioned for Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Wait, no. That, uh, <laughs> wait, actually, wait. Was it Leatherface? Oh no, I, I auditioned for a movie on September 11th called Rolling Kansas, ah. um, and I, I didn't get it. They were trying to get a Gentle Giant. Uh, I wasn't, uh, according to Thomas Hayden Church, the director, I was not a big fat guy, so at the time I wasn't. I was uh, skinny and fit. That was in my fucking I'll punch your ass through the wall phase. Gotcha. Um, but then I got called in uh, for one other thing. Then, then they had Randall Reeder work in town, and he's six foot eight, and they needed somebody his height, so I got called in to be his stand-in. Gotcha. I worked on Sin City one day. I walked in. I saw, holy shit, this is the set. I saw um, uh, Mickey Rourke in costume and in makeup, and I was like, whoa. What? Then I saw the guy who played Weevil, and I was like, oh, my, what? Yeah. They And then I sat there and watched Robert Rodriguez in the course of, like, 11 hours film, like, five pages. And, just and like, not use a fucking light meter. And just, just do it. Just fucking yeah. knock it out destroyed this thing. It was so fucking impressive. Um, And then going to see it, knowing, being on set and seeing, oh, yeah, the scripts that they're handing around are just Xerox pages from the comic. Yeah. They're scripting and storyboarding directly out of the comic book, which is why it looked the way it was. And that is how you do it. Yes. As far as comic book movies go. Mm -hmm. Especially that kind of comic. That's if you are making a specific book, not just we're making an X-Men thing. No, if no, you no. were to make God Kills Man, a Man Kills God Loves, yes, you fucking do that out of it. If it's just we're taking the idea of this, and then, yeah, have your fun. But they nailed it with that. And it's... I uh, love, 
love love the Marv story. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of the Marv story. Mm-hmm. And this was all the Marv show for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like uh-huh. the other stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Just fine. But Marv. Marv. Motherfucking Marv. Uh-huh. I think I smoked more cigarettes half in the bag watching Sin City mm-hmm. for the 18,000th time right. on DVD. Uh-huh. Just loving me that story. Oh, and the Marv lines, and he meant like, <sighs> not talking about any of that natural high. <laughs> Wow, we just talk about come on, pussies. Country oh, God. music. God. Jesus, just dead on. Fucking brilliant guy. Um, but yeah, that one, most faithful adaptation I've ever seen of anything. Yeah. I and mean, just, down to the how the bandages were, were positioned on his face. Yes. Uh-huh. Just that was great. Mm-hmm. Precise. I don't really I, I like it was on cable not too long ago. Uh-huh. It doesn't hold the same fascination anymore, just because Oh, you know, I right. ran into the ground. Yeah, and it's been overplayed, and it's that's kind of why I haven't been too jazzed about right. seeing the new one. But well, and I'll also, get let's it. let's let's call that what it is. That's a little illness called spirititis. Yeah, Frank Miller yeah. really kind of took the 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 wind out of it with that movie. That <sighs> it made it very difficult to get into any of his stuff being adapted for a while because it was like, oh, this guy. Yeah, that was an incredibly. Bad movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any other way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people that were good in it. Yeah. Standing there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gabriel Mocked. Yeah. Or Mocked, whatever your name is. Yeah. You look like that comic guy. Uh-huh. Hey, of. Ava Mendez. Hey, Ava Mendez. You look You're, like Ava Mendez. You are all right. Yes. And then they start moving and talking. Yeah. And things go a bit sideways. Mm-hmm. Yes, it went a bit pear-shaped. That's, that's, yes. that's undeniable. So, yeah, I didn't care for that film at all. And after that, it really tapped me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll get around to it yeah. eventually. Yeah. What has he done since Sin City other than uh, Well, other after Spy that, Kids? we get into Grindhouse. Okay, Grindhouse, yeah. And, and boy, he, boy, howdy. Yeah, that was, that's and, what I thought he was like, just trying to get me back. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, buddy. He got the devil in him. That would starts spinning. The, I mean, or should I say, you ever see Jeff Fahey almost run away with a film? Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, Freddie Rodriguez is so great. Or should I call you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking great. But yeah, that that honestly, if they went with my fucking my my grindhouse idea, hear me. It would be fucking perfect. And I will repeat my grindhouse idea for Do whoever it. wants to hear it. Let that word resound. My grindhouse idea is you start out with, we'll go with Tar- Tarantino and Rodriguez and say, okay, here is, we'll call it, you know, moderate amount for today. Here is $5 million for each of you. Turn in a movie that is one hour long in 30 days. Go. Then you, you put them out in theaters. You let people vote at theaters. You do video on demand all that shit, and let people vote. And whoever wins gets the grindhouse belt. Yeah. Then it then it turns into an annual or every two year thing where they get to challenge whoever they want. Oh, great. To to make another one, he could be like Tarantino. Could if if say say in this one with Planet Terror versus Death Proof, Tarantino doesn't win. No. Death Proof would have won that one. Tarantino can challenge a rematch or. Rodriguez can just go out and shout. Imagine how cool that would be where it's like, you know, I'm calling out this person. 
and do some shit where it's like, okay, once we make back enough money, once we make it back, all profits can go to charity or a portion yeah, of the profits go to charity, whatever. It can bring, doesn't matter. But have it where you and give them a fucking belt, like a WWE yeah, you need belt, a fucking belt with a fucking gold film reel on yeah. it. Yeah, yes. And then you lose it, you got to give the belt to the next guy and it yeah. just keeps going. So it's, you know, Grindhouse 14, 2014. We could be having those right now. Uh-huh. That's a great idea. I'm an idea man and a genius. Uh, well. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. And it would be great. That's what that movie should have been. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, how? imagine if it's, you know, the next year it's again, Robert Rodriguez versus, you know, uh, um, uh, Wright. Uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. And, you know, Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright wins. He gets it. Or, or, Rod- or whatever. You can Let's be honest. Ty West. Rodriguez would fucking win every year just because he well. is the low budget, I'll get this shit done fast guy. And Planet- maybe give him 45 days from beginning to end yeah, on maybe. It, that you know? Planet Terror was so much better. Yeah. <laughs> the Death Proof. Uh-huh. For me, you, you, we'll give you a month to write it and a month to edit. Like here, you, month to write it. We're not. You, you don't get to start filming yeah. until this day, and then from that day, it is thirty days to finished yeah. film. Yeah, that, I, I love it. Yeah, I love this idea. Yeah, let's start doing it. Let's Hashtag grind Jim or Jim House. <laughs> Hashtag Jim House. The Jim House. There belt. it is. The Jim House belt. There it is. It's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that experience was uh-huh. better than. Having the movies and watching me at home or whatever. Oh yeah, but Wayne and I went to see that Corpus, uh-huh. and we we're both we we didn't call it Grindhouse at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know what the fuck that was. Yeah, nobody was, fucking did. very few people. Uh, I mean, did. I, we didn't know what that was. Yeah, we just figured, oh, that's a good name. Uh huh. Sorry, don't know that shit. Yeah. Um, at the time, we just knew that we had a specific kind of movie we watched together. Right. And this was an homage to all those. Uh huh. Especially some that he knew that I didn't that he turned me on to and. Right. Holy shit, what a great experience that was. Yep. Slightly drunk, yeah. but not so drunk where you can't pay attention. See, this was my heavy yes. drinking days, oh, heavier man. drinking days. It was me and my, my ex-girlfriend, Rhonda, went and saw it at oh, uh, the Draft House on Lamar. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it was fantastic. That's perfect. You know, we were totes into it. It had <sighs> goddamn Kurt Russell. What the fuck else do I need? Yes, yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah. Yeah. The whole experience, the trailers, yeah. everything was just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And after that experience, I didn't need to see it again. Yeah. That's okay, too. Yeah, it's totally okay. Yeah. It had a cool poster, yeah. that old double feature. And here's what throws me. I can understand the studios being like, we don't want to do a double feature. That's too long. It's not giving us a turnaround ticket. Yeah. I never get... People paying money to see a movie going, oh, it's just too long. Dude, you're paying 10 bucks just to get in the door. Yeah. They want to give you two hours. You're buying two hours for 10 bucks rather than an hour and a half for 10 bucks. It's fine. It's a good thing. These are good things. Yeah. This is the kind of problem you want. Yeah. This is all, all good. You, yep. You bring a flask with you. Yeah. You get the large drink. Mm-hmm. You sit go down into and the, shut the fuck up. You go into the bathroom. You mix it up, or you mix it at you your like seat. You however you want. You sit in the back. And you yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. Those. Oh man, that's the way to see movies. Fucking corpus. They they expect it. Yeah. We. I need to do that again. We need to do that for the uh, for the next Fast and Furious with Kurt Russell um, with His Holiness. Yes, that dude. Get some whiskeys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I used to do uh, vodka into Seven Up. That was That's my jam bad. at the theater. That was how I rolled. But I could see a whiskey and a. Coca-Cola. I like a gigantic Crown and Coke. 
Oh, hell yeah. Do that shit Lemmy style? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. Well, let me be Jack, but, you know, hey. Let me be fucking whatever. Yeah. 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 Yes. Good experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry for people that weren't around or couldn't see that in theater. Yeah, because a lot of these things you just to. don't need to. But that, mm-hmm. that's a cinematic experience. In fact, if it came out in the draft house again, yeah. I would go back and see it. And that... Environment. Yeah. Well, it was designed for an experience like that, and it was designed not just for that type of experience to be seen in the theater, but it was designed for the experience of being seen in a theater like the Draft House. And I know that's what Rodriguez intended with that shit, Mm -hmm. because I went and saw with Lee Shipman, fucking writer and producer of Hemlock Grove. We went and saw um, The Road Warrior. That was the second one, right? The Road Warrior. We went and saw a midnight screening of that shit at the Draft House. Mm. And fucking Robert Rodriguez walks up on the stage at the original Dirty Warehouse Alamo and said, Hey, man, you know, I was just sitting around today and I knew I was coming to see this tonight, so I just re edited the trailer. That cool? That, you know, and put in all the stuff that we love. Oh, and I did uh, re edited the trailer for um, Escape from New York to put in all the stuff that the fans love. So. You know, they're just going to play those beforehand. So I got to sit there and watch. Ter- like Robert Rodriguez got bored and recut fucking trailers. And the draft house was like, show them. Yeah, that was a great goddamn yeah, experience. That That's awesome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. But that's how it's supposed People to be. call me stupid, dumb. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a moron. No, that's fantastic. How... how that's what if you want to bring people back to the theater studios, yeah. give us fucking events. Give yeah, us something man. that I'm like, shit, yeah, I want to go see that. Yes. Give us the grindhouse experience as a fucking traveling show. Yeah. Get out of your mindset that everything has to be a goddamn billion dollar movie. You can make money. Yeah. You really can. Yep. God knows the Alamo can. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I saw Guardians of the Galaxy at Alamo and mm-hmm. that was Okay. Yes, a slice of all right. So, all right. World's yeah. End, same thing. Fish yep. and chips and a British beer. Yes. God damn it. That's a good time. We need to, soon we will do the trilogy. <sighs> Fantastic. Trilogy. And then uh, he did another Spy Kids. Yeah. A sh- couple of shorts. Uh-huh. Machete Kills. Oh, machete and Machete, machete and kills. Machete Kills. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't seen either one. They're all, they're all right. They're all right. I haven't seen the second one yet. They're very extreme. And then four episodes of the uh, From Dust Till Dawn, which I don't know. Yeah. What was that on? It was on El Rey, his network. Oh, I see. Yeah. Which evidently might as well have just been called the Grindhouse Channel. Oh. Hmm. Uh-huh. I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen any of this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's, I'll, do, I'll do it one better. I'll make this shit simpler. Fucking do from my Grindhouse Challenge. I'm still stuck on this. Like, <laughs> okay, here are five... B movies from the seventies. You pick one to remake. I'll do Truck Turner. You can do what you know. This yeah. year's theme is black exploitation. I'll do right. Truck Turner. You do Cleopatra Jones, and yeah. we will do a nine, a fucking sixty minute remake that we did in a month. Have at it. I like it, but you know, hey, whatever. You could do. It could branch off. You could do subgenres. Uh huh. <sighs> fucking Grindhouse Horror. Hell yeah! Holy shit, dude! That would be amazing. I'm the fucking man with this shit. We need to figure out. If anybody out here can help us actualize this, we, you can take this idea, but when this idea is used up, you're fucked. We will be able... <laughs> we're, the, we're the brains behind this. We'll, we'll make it better and better and better and better. Who will win so the coveted James Dirks Thughouse belt? Yes. Exactly. James Gerhard Dirks. Yes, James Gerhard Dirks, the first. 
Oh, man. That would be pimp. Yes. That's yes, all I'm would. saying. Rodriguez is a guy who loves making movies, and you got to fucking respect that, if nothing else. Absolutely. You don't have to like everything he does, but you Video God Bob was gotta... into movies from yeah. early on, and he just stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Way yeah. into it. Way, way into it. So, mm-hmm. Thank God. Exactly. I'm and totally with you on that. Hopefully, there'll be uh, more stuff that I will give a damn about. Yeah. But not quite as much as Sama Hayek. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, that's all you need to Robert say. Robert Rodriguez brought us Sama Hayek, and that's all that matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. He could kill children, and I'd be like, Bleep. That's and Sama Hayek. <laughs> yeah, Sama Hayek. I want to mourn <laughs> the lost <laughs> and tell them that we love them and that we don't want them to die. I don't want them to die, no. but did you see those? Yeah. I mean, she's beautiful. I want you to know that. I'm not on any yet. I'm at the yeah. So yeah. So well, I think that about sums up what we got yeah. going today. So uh, the film thug thugs dot com. Visit our sponsors Amazon T Fury on it. They don't. You don't pay us. They pay us. It's no money to you. Uh, email says thefilmthugs at gmail.com for just general shit or at thugquestions at gmail.com for an upcoming Ask the Film Thug show where we answer questions without having heard them before we immediately go into answering them. Uh, we are on the Twitter and the Facebook. We also have a the underscore films underscore th- th- uh, the underscore film underscore thugs on um, Skype. Skype or 512666rant. Call that. Call either of those numbers and leave us a message. I mean, hell, while we're at it, we might as well say now I'm going to fucking announce the Film Thugs Grindhouse Challenge. Come out with badass short five-minute-long Grindhouse movies and post them on fucking YouTube and tell us about it. Winner gets a prize. Who knows? There. That's fucking hard. Uh, Go out and put that (laughs) shit together. Or if you put together a badass Metal Mania playlist, send us the link to that shit, too. That'd be cool. Um, I think that covers it. Is there anything else we need to say? Alisco, Alisco. Two tennis, two novia. Greg Guadalajara. Cantor, cantor, a real toro pecho. Echar, it's a grito. Que lindo es Alisco. It doesn't matter what your name is. (laughs) 